because it has nothing to do with anything happening recently. You also chose a P. Diddy jam to go onto the show tonight? Oh, yeah. All right, man. But I'm... not one that you would ever expect. Probably okay. don't even remember. Oh, a classic Diddy. A classic Maybe Diddy. Maybe a Puff Daddy. <laughs> it is a Puff Daddy. Yeah. This is back when he was Puff Daddy. Oh, yeah. We just rocked into the show with a Puff Daddy when he rode the coattails of uh, the death of Notorious B.I.G. He released that album, and every song had pre-recorded stuff from B.I.G., and nobody knew who Diddy was, but apparently we were all now fans of Diddy because of B.I.G. <laughs> right? R.I.P. B.I.G. Yeah. <clears throat> you didn't know about Diddy, man? That's all I saw throughout every junk news channel and site that I visit. I, I like to peruse the junk news. You know, like, if, if you go to Yahoo News, or the Yahoo homepage, whatever it is, they just, their algorithm just kind of auto-populates immediately after what you click on. So if you click on anything with Paris, uh, I almost said Paris Hilton, wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, wow. Taylor Swift, the new Paris Hilton. <laughs> remember how She is just the new Paris dude, Hilton, huh? Remember? Wow, that just... Blow, blew my mind oh, right there. Yeah. yeah, it was Paris Hilton 24-7. She had the show. She was on every late night talk thing with the Jimmies, and uh, she was in every commercial. She had multiple shows, man. Yeah, she was like the hottest thing for a while. It was all the sex and tape. For, for no reason. She did, she did the sex tape. Oh, that's right. Before she there was... the Kardashian. <laughs> well, no, before there was porn... People became famous by releasing, you know, accidentally sex tapes. No, but it wasn't like me and you released a sex tape. It was like they had to be somewhat known and right. then release the sex tape. And then it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, so Paris Hilton, famous but kind of unknown, wants to get into the pop stream scene. So she just decides, oh, you know, we'll let my sex tape slip out there and then everyone will be talking about me for the next month. <laughs> but again, at a time when a sex tape of like a celebrity, I mean, that was more porn than we were ever getting at, you know, in those days. Yeah. Oh, hers was a legit porn. It was called One Night in Paris. Was it an actual porn? <laughs> yeah. I it was like it was... directed by a porn. Oh, I thought yeah, she I did like the home video accidental release, like the Kardashian and. Pamela. Yeah, I think they tried to make it look like that, but yeah, it was directed by Rick Selleman. Oh, so. it was just like a porn video? Yeah. Were we fooled as a public? Uh, yeah. All right, nice. Pretty much. Kinda yeah, it's, in, it's on her IMDb. Are you sure she didn't yeah. do the homemade porn and then, and then when her fame was maybe slipping a little, she's like, all right, let's do the legit porn. The reality show isn't bringing home the checks like they used to. Right? Uh, maybe, because I guess the director was the guy she was fucking. I but it's like a whole movie, this. dude. It's like a legit movie. All right. Yeah, I, like, it has like the old school it. porn. It's got the DVD cover and everything. Like. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. That's when you used to get your porn behind the velvet rope or the, uh, you know, the little carpeted door stopper remember in family video you had the uh 
the little passageway that you had to sneak pat you know through and yeah oh this uh, was in there dude for sure definitely had the paris that's where you would get your carmen electra and <laughs> dude she even won uh avn the, awards the hedgehog was in there who the what <laughs> what's the uh the what Adult video something oh or... all right Okay, maybe yeah, she got I was best selling man. title of the year, best renting title of the year. Man, that's how you know it's old school. People are still renting this shit. Best overall marketing campaign. Wow, this is when we were actually judging things on dollars and cents rather than downloads. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> All right, dude, I am enlightened <laughs> right now. This is amazing. I'm completely blown away. <laughs> you've you've floored me with this. I thought it was just a, you know, accidental leaked homemade video that they did and you're no. you're claiming this was like a directed produced full-on porno it was her boyfriend like directed produced it and everything it was them fucking but it was distributed by red light district videos it won a couple avn awards it was like a <laughs> the rights have since been purchased by vivid entertainment all right uh, the best part is the official release of the video Opened with a dedication that states, "In memory of 9/11." No, never get be. get out of here! Dude. <laughs> we will never forget. <laughs> no, no way! Wait, what? What year did this come out, man? No, 2004. Oh my god! <laughs> That's incredible. It's dedicated to 9/11. All right, I like that. That's a good. That's a good thing to have in our history books. Uh, so I'm really kind of totally blown away right now. So 2004, Paris Hilton debuts this fully produced and directed porn, and she dedicates it to 9/11, and then becomes a national, international TV sensation with her retarded show. Uh, it, like that was the first. Kardashian, right? Where they followed a, a rich person around and supposedly, oh, but it was all scripted, With right? That yeah. Nicole chick. Nicole, yes, I was. That's what was escaping uh, my mind. The the daughter of a uh, little Richie or whatever is <laughs> his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Nicole? Was it Nicole Richie? Nicole Richie, yeah. I think. <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were both huge, and then they had spinoff reality shows, if I remember, where they were like road tripping and meeting regular folk. Yeah, that's right. The Simple Life. The Simple Life, dude. <laughs> yeah, with Nicole Richie. They were going, oh, God. They were literally just going around making fun of working people. I think we just pinpointed the fall of American society right here. This is when it happened, around 2004 yeah, and 2008. Well, The Simple Life, well, yeah, that was 2005, uh, 2003 to 2005. Yeah. Reality TV just ruined everything for us. It's got to be... Wow. Yeah, man, my mind is still fixated on the fact that that porn was fully produced and directed. <laughs> I, I really distinctly remember it being like, like a bootlegged illegal copy that was like stolen out of a suitcase in a, you know, in a hotel room or something. I think you're thinking of like the Pam Anderson video. Yeah, that one I know was also sort of. They were both super famous at that time. They probably didn't want their sex tape to go out. Well, she Nicole uh, Paris wasn't famous. She was just from a very, very rich family. People knew who she was, but that was like her coming onto the scene. Yeah, so that everybody's talking about Paris Hilton, right? Yeah. So now Taylor doesn't need to. Taylor Swift doesn't need to release the 
porno, she's just Taylor Swift in her own right, and then she links up with the Travis Kelsey fellow there, and they're a superstar, super duo. She's getting old enough where she's pretty soon going to have to do a porno or something. I'm Keep it going. thoroughly excited for the Kelsey Taylor Swift porno that will break out <laughs> in two years when they're, both their fame has faded. I don't know. No, no, no. Taylor's not going anywhere. Uh, we've established she's a witch. But p- speaking of people who have departed us, Mike, it is time... I guess to celebrate, right? Is that what we do when evil spirits leave our realm? Uh, Jacob Jacob Rothschild died the other day. Yeah, which yeah, is thank God, right? Nuts, man. I don't know if it's good or bad. Maybe he's joining the other demons to f- you know finalize the event where they invade Earth and take us over uh, or something. Yeah, he's not done killing people. That's for sure. One of my favorite little tidbits about Mister Jacob uh, Rothschild is that um, he is. The prototype or the inspiration, if you will, for Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> Was he really? Yes. <laughs> the, cre- the, the animators also dislike <laughs> the Jacob Rothschild so much that they made the most evil character in their show, Mr. Burns, uh, a spitting image of him. And if you look at Mr. Burns and Jacob Rothschild, they are, uh, especially from the side, very similar yeah, looking look fellas. Very similar. They even have the same like hunch. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like triangle face kind of dude. And uh, yeah, the, lots coming out about that family, man. That's a gross family, dude. They're enormous. They run the world. If you believe all the tinfoil hat nut jobs out there, or they're at least one of the main bloodline families that trace back their lineage to like Babylon and all this stuff and believe they have full-on rights to, you know, control the rest of us who are mixed blood with the Neanderthals, right? I think that's how they see us, especially <laughs> yeah, us Southern apparently Italians. Apparently they've been, like, inbreeding forever, so. Well, I I'm a, I could be a little off, but I think they're a part of the group that thinks they got the Anunnaki blood going on in there. Is that what that is? I'm pretty sure they're within, there's this, you know... I don't know if it's part of the seven tribes thing, but I, I think there's there's something with the, like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, and there's a few other names out there that nobody has, ever talks about, which are probably more powerful. Uh, but I see them floated around from time to time. Uh, these weird groups or families who believe, I, I think that their bloodline goes all the way to the Fertile Crescent and the first you know, civilizations that were there and are the ones that were gifted the kind of blood splicing with the Anunnaki aliens that uh, Mm. gave us the knowledge, right? Maybe. I don't don't know. Well, either way. But, uh, yeah, we never never got to the Puff Daddy. What happened? P. Diddy. Oh, you... (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of porn... Um, <laughs> I love talking porn. Uh, yeah, P. Diddy all over the news, Mike. You're serious? You didn't see or hear anything about this guy? Nah, all I don't right. really pay attention to the hip hop world. Oh no, this is this is all over the this is the world world, man. Here, let's I'll lay a quick one down for you. 
We're back with new allegations of sexual harassment and assault against Sean Diddy Combs. Rodney Lil Rod Jones, a producer on Combs' latest album, filed a lawsuit Monday. He alleges that Combs sexually harassed You know it's serious because they're calling him. him Combs. And the dude accusing him is a dude accusing him. Oh, it's a dude? Damn. That's, that's kind of one of the uh, juicy little pieces about this story. And if you do even a quick Google search, I, I think I was reading an article in Associated Press about this uh, earlier this afternoon. They, they had a list of all the names that are being accused in there, and one name in particular. Uh, so th this fella is accusing P. Diddy of whoring him out to uh, people at parties and then, you know, also abusing him and... Uh, what have you, and some like you know group group situations, and uh, he the guy drops a lot of other kind of maybe well known names in the hip hop or producer world. I I didn't recognize uh, several of them, but one one name really stood out to me: um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Whoa, yeah, and I found it interesting that. Within the details of the accusation, including the Cuba Gooding Jr., there, uh, it was apparently a scene on a boat or a yacht somewhere, and uh, there was all this, uh, you know, kind of uh, shenanigans going on, and you know, Cuba was more of an instigator into the shenanigans with the fellas. And uh, I believe, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought Cuba Gooding Jr. was in a movie where he accidentally books a cruise on a gay cruise. And that was like the whole gimmick. Really? I'm almost certain it like tanked his career. <laughs> I'm positive, man. He didn't do a movie for like 10 years after. It was something like Love Boat or something where him Boat and- Boat Trip. Boat trip, yes, thank you, man, yeah. <laughs> so, so he books the cruise, and he's supposed to be the straight guy, and he's accidentally now on the gay boat, I think is the premise. <laughs> yeah. is that, I'm trying to find it. I'm pretty sure that's what was going on. So that's what makes this story extra juicy, right? Like, uh, you got this young fella accusing P. Diddy of all these uh, sexual... Uh, situations and then throwing around a name like Cuba Gooding Jr., but also alleging that it was on a, like a party boat or a yacht. I mean, that's too close to uh, fiction or to reality. Yeah, it's a little too close. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, Mike, Will I told Ferrell you Will Ferrell is in it. Oh, Will Ferrell, excellent. See, I'm three quarters. <laughs> I I'm willing to admit that I know about a movie called Boat Trip with Cuba. <laughs> Never heard of it, but all right. All right, well, let's continue down this rabbit hole here. It's a quick one. This is the P. Diddy accusation. Assaulted him while he lived at several of Combs' homes. Jones also alleges Combs forced him to engage in unwelcome acts with sex workers and that Combs and his staff engaged in, quote, serious illegal activity. He is seeking $30 million. An attorney for Combs said Jones, quote, reckless name dropping about events that are pure fiction and simply did not happen is nothing more than a transparent attempt to garner headlines. Okay, so apparently since this newscast here, uh, more information has been revealed. Uh, a lot of other names are being included now, like uh, Meek Mills, who, Mike, I don't know if you're 
fan of the Meek Mills, but uh, you don't strike Never me as a... don't strike me as a Meek Mills guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. Uh, he's apparently a well-known hip-hop fella, and he's been uh, tossed around quite a bit as one of the uh, individuals that is kind of involved here with Diddy. So mm. what I find most fascinating about all of this, right, like why would I truly care about this? Uh, I mean, it's sensational. There's some conspiratorial nature to it, which I always love. I'm a tinfoil hat nut job, but uh, one of my favorite nut jobs out there Happened to kind of slip out some info about a year ago, I think this is from, uh, which he was within the realm of his constant crazed ranting, and I'm talking about the one, the only, Kanye West. Uh, So it was easy to dismiss him tossing names around so flippantly, but uh, I got Kanye from about a year ago, I don't know, maybe dropping some truth people weren't really ready to hear. And the Kardashians kidnapped my daughter in public, and I didn't have the address of my child. None of these niggas that want to say something Travis now. Travis gave you the address, though. Travis gave me the address. Right. But as far as Meek Mills, no. Puff Daddy, whoever, none of these niggas. All you fake hard niggas, fuck you. Wait, Come, wait no, no, wait. hold on, hold on. Okay. All you fake hard niggas, fuck you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'll get fuck because you can't shoot nobody anyway. And the reason why you got talks because you did a deal. You fucking fed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa. And yes, I will have to bleep that out most likely for most. I might just do a hard bleep, <laughs> just one long bleep bar. Right? Yeah. I don't know, man. It always seemed kind of weird that this guy like went on this rampage and was willing to lose all of his money, and he was saying it's because they went after his kids. It kind of seems like they went after his kids. Yeah, I mean, maybe he saw the writing on the wall and realized, oh my God, whatever the hell Megan Fox is doing to her, her kids, they're going to do to mine. Oh God, nothing could be worse than that. Have nothing you, could be worse. Have than you that. seen these poor boys? I mean, child oh, services dude. should be called on these people, man. Yeah, they, those are the kids that should be taken away from their parents. You have three boys; all of them think they're girls. Well, not oh, only God, have I mean, you seen on. the father. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's the biological father, but she's married, I believe, to the Machine Gun Kelly. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. He was making uh, some headlines in the pop TMZ universe about four or five days ago because he decided to go all in on tattooing and just tattooed like 90% of his body black. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? That's the father of these three uh, boys who are now transitioning uh, who are I think under he's the, age the of stepfather? <laughs> stepfather, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's probably makes sense. Um, yeah, you got four dicks in that house, not a single man. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so that's the wild conspiracy. It's kind of funny how, within a small amount of time here, we've now had a bunch of people kind of tossing out a lot of names in the hip hop universe. Especially uh, Puff Daddy. He's been coming up on yes. all these like podcasts and stuff about being gay, about doing gay shit. Yes, and making people yeah. do stuff so that way they could be famous. Yeah, it's kind of seeming... Uh, isn't he the one that's married to Beyonce? No, you, you've you confused Jay-Z now with about every rapper I can I think know, of uh, in the hip-hop world. I don't know why I can never remember Jay-Z.
easy to forget. He's got those weird, yeah. you know, dreads going on right now. He's kind of uh, he's going the Rastafari route. <laughs> yeah, if you see like this new trend, like, they look like thick ropes. It's yeah. like, weird. Uh, yeah, it is. It looks a little uncomfortable in my opinion. Uh, I'm a guy who has grown the <laughs> hair out. I just I see a lot of weight in a lot of different directions. So you know, maybe a lot of you know neck straining going on there. Yeah, can't be good for the neck. Or maybe they're doing it to build up the neck muscle. Mmm, good call. Right? Well, either way. <laughs> <laughs> so that's P. Diddy, all right. Well, He's just going to pay this guy off, and it's going to go away. Oh, I don't think this one's going away. It's spreading uh, like a wildfire through Texas. I don't ah, know he's only looking that. for... <laughs> hey, now. He's only, lo- he's only looking for $30 million. Right, yeah, that's why maybe he's just trying to get the word out, but I'm just seeing so much. I believe it was Suge Knight, right? Like about a month ago, he he came out and dropped a bunch of different names in the uh, hip-hop industry, wasn't it? Like a bunch of producers. We talked about it a while back. And it it seems like there's this slow trickle, but from this information, P. Diddy, he's kind of like the uh, Brett Weinstein, no, I'm... Weinstein? No, who? I'm confusing Harvey him now. Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> it's unfortunate for Brett Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate name. He's he's a little too close there. Yeah, he's the Harvey. <laughs> it's the Harvey Weinstein of the uh, pop arena. Uh, either way, uh, I'm a little off tonight. I've been smoking weeds as I usually do, and all of a sudden, uh, it seems like. I'm probably at risk of heart attack and stroke, Mike. Maybe that's what happened to me last Wednesday during the podcast. <laughs> I was using too much marijuana. I don't know if you were yeah. able to read that article I sent you before the show started, but uh, I knew this day would come. They teased it about a year ago when a lot of people were dropping dead of strokes and heart attacks. And sure enough, uh, we get another celebrity dying of a heart attack today. Uh, Richard, um, what, not, what was it? Richard Gere? That's not right. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the chick's husband. Oh, man. No, it was... Uh, the chick from Seinfeld's husband. Richard Lewis died today. Richard Lewis, yes. yeah. And I was shocked to read that it immediately said heart attack uh, within the first sentence. Uh, about a year ago, everything was, we have no idea how this person died. And then they'd drag it on for months, and then they'd finally leak it out. Like, they don't know within 24 hours. Now they're finally saying, yeah, the guy died of a heart attack. Uh, They pretty much have to admit that stuff, considering we know that there's like 100 million people around the world right now suffering from heart attacks and strokes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Give give or take, 120. Uh, So it seemed like the timing was just ripe for uh, a little news on the use of marijuana. As little as... Once per month can be associated with a higher risk of heart attack and stroke. Mike, I knew it. I knew that was my problem. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. And it's, you know, with the rise in the strokes and the heart attacks in regards to the experimental gene therapy, what a great way to just pawn off the excuse onto, hey, look at all these dispensaries we opened up around the country. You know, it's... 
easy to kind of connect the rise in dispensaries and free, you know, legal cannabis with the rise in heart attacks and strokes. But does that mean we should be closing the dispensaries then? No, we need more because it's freedom, man. <laughs> yeah, right. It makes no sense. Uh, I just knew it was coming. Uh, they're going to blame this year. I, I'm going to just start right now. So we just did marijuana. Next month, coffee. They're going to blame coffee on heart attacks and strokes, <laughs> yeah. all right? After- or those, uh, tr- those uh, energy drinks at Panera. Yes. Oh, good call. I think Panera now has to uh, dish out all the dough. Yeah. I don't know if you're <laughs> really for for juicing up the tea I, what was it like energy tea yeah remember that one chick had a heart attack yeah it was a chick who had a heart attack i did she we, like four of them did we ever confirm if she was boosted no All right. oh, boosted boosted on that tea boosted on that tea well it's time to get another boost people that's right you heard it here first associated press mike did I send it to you? Yeah. Older adults, 65 and older, should get another dose of the updated vaccine. How do you announce this after they release that study of the 100 million people practically dying from these things worldwide? They're still saying the benefits outweigh the negative effects, which is crazy because no other vaccine that's ever been released has had that kind of effect where we still released it. No, no other vaccine doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like this one that we still released, which I saw a thing on Twitter the other day. The guy was saying, uh, which I didn't even think about, like AIDS has been 40 years. We still don't have a vaccine. Cancer, <laughs> how much have we spent money on? Still no vaccine. But then COVID, we had a vaccine in 12 months. It's because we were working at warp speed, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Warp speed, I don't man. Know. They're obviously just trying to get to their audience. You know, they know that the only people really reading these articles are older. And those are the people that are only, they're the ones that are like scared enough of dying that they'll go take this shot. So. Well, I find it bold and brazen to just Say, hey, you know what? They know we poisoned them. Fuck it. Let's just tell them to take another one. It's yeah, incredible. They don't know. A lot of people still they don't think they they don't think the vaccine was bad. I don't know. I don't think you realize it. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, we gotta we have other more important things to be upset about, Mike. I mean, why would we waste our time even thinking about the vaccines or their effects? It happened already, right? It was like a year ago, man. You know, we, we have more pressing issues here in the now. And I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. This morning, the high cost of food is taking a toll on consumers and businesses. And now a big change could be coming in the fast food industry. Two Dave singles. How much would it cost? Wendy's will soon test a plan to fluctuate its menu prices based on the time of day, the location, and demand. No! (laughs) I like this. I think this is hilarious. I actually think they should do this based on your BMI. Oh, wow, genius. You roll up to a scale, they weigh you, maybe you do a blood test. If you're a little close <laughs> or on the level, sorry, sir, 
this cheeseburger is going to cost you $200. Do you really want to eat this cheeseburger? It's not very healthy for you. Sir, your blood had so much cholesterol, it greased up our blood machine. Uh, You will pay double. (laughs) Your blood is already registered as a junior single with cheese. I don't know even how that's possible. I like that, dude. You should have some like visual thing, like a visual AI thing that like you just you drive onto the scale and it knows how much your car weighs. That's right. You know, subtracts it. They can tell how much you weigh inside the car. Yeah, I'm sure even with like yeah AI visual uh, you know security cameras or whatever, you could probably just do a quick scan of the person's cheeks and just you know determine (laughs) it there, right? (laughs) The cheek to neck ratio, like oh no. Yeah, and that way, you know, you get someone who's maybe actually poor and starving, and they're gaunt-looking, and, and so, you know, you get them a cheeseburger for 25 cents. I like this. I Just like, you know, the, the, uh, the rich have to pay their share of taxes. You fatties <laughs> need to pay your share for the food. If I'm giving up a free seat to you on Southwest because you're too fat to lose weight, well, then you're paying more for your Wendy's Big Double. I just combined, like, yes. three different fast food places right there. That's how often I go get fast food. <laughs> Give me one of them Wendy's uh, Whopper McDoubles, please. Well, you got to think, you fat people, you're harder on the furniture. Definitely harder on the toilets and the plumbing. <laughs> That's right. You should have to pay more. Yeah, dude. We're start- I like that. We're starting a revolution here, man. <laughs> BMI tax. Yeah. All right. We're on, we're on to something with this. And I'm still, uh, I'm still big on the... Uh, Buildmeup.com. I, I can't let probably that go. Probably your best idea. I'm yeah, telling that's you. your we, best idea. We got to get that copyright somewhere. All right, here we go. ...and demand. It would be similar to the surge pricing used by ride-sharing companies like Uber, raising fares during bad weather or rush hour. Wendy's Baconator. In this case, that Baconator sandwich could cost a dollar more during your lunch hour. Dynamic pricing or or pricing algorithms allow companies to change prices throughout the day or perhaps even throughout an hour. Wendy's CEO says digital menu boards could use artificial intelligence to raise and lower prices in real time, allowing the company to be competitive and flexible with pricing. Customers are already voicing concerns, one claiming surge pricing is just price gouging by any other name. Meanwhile, in the grocery store, where prices are up more than 25% since the pandemic, a merger between two of the largest supermarket chains has hit a roadblock. The Federal Trade Commission is suing to block the merger between Kroger and Albertsons. The companies say joining forces will help them better compete with Walmart, Amazon, Costco and other big rivals. But the FTC claims a merger will eliminate competition and drive prices even higher. In the meantime, customers looking to save are increasingly turning to store label brands. Need cream. Okay, so here's the kicker now, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's so expensive, they're just buying the shit. That's, the, that's what they wanted. Cheese yeah. for your bagel? A 12-ounce tub of Kraft's Philadelphia cream cheese in one store in Virginia costs $6.69. The store brand? $3.19. A 32-ounce bottle of Heinz ketchup is $6.29. The store brand alternative? Just $1.69. Kellogg's CEO is facing backlash for his cost-saving tip. He suggested people feeling the strain should eat cereal for dinner. Think about the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do. That's going to be much more affordable. I love how they're giving him shit for this. He's the CEO of Kellogg's. If you ask him how to cure cancer, he probably says eat cereal. 
Yes. You know? Well, if you ask me, I, I transport cannabis. If you ask me uh, how to solve any problem, I'm like, why don't you go buy some weed? Yeah. <laughs> Smoke a little weed. You don't have any? I'll go bring some for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Good pick call. It up. I believe the root of all your problems has to do with the plumbing in your house. <laughs> so you just let me come fix it. Have you checked your plumbing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course this guy said he eats cereal. That's right, dude. You know? What do you guys expect him to say? I think it's hilarious. I would say the same thing, man. I'm like, what What everybody in America needs is more cereal in their lives. He's trying, <laughs> he's trying to the sell CEO cereal. of a cereal company. <laughs> like, if you had the Hanes underwear guy up there, he'd be like, everybody needs more underpants. All right, I think everybody change your underwear there. twice a day. Start, twice a day. Start improving your underwears. All right, let's start there. <laughs> We'll move forward. I think the economy will rebound. <laughs> I believe we can live in a world where you change your underwear after every fart. It's the only way to be healthy. Only way to stay healthy. You know? I mean, what did you expect this guy to say? It's fantastic, dude. It's, it's on brand. He's a serial guy. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> the cereal guy wants me to eat more cereal? <clears throat> oh, here, I, I got you. <laughs> I would have never thought. <laughs> My God. Oh, it's like the Poor landscaper family. telling me I need to use fertilizer. You yes. Know? Oh, the landscaper will tell you all your problems in your life will be solved if you just get some new sod put in in the backyard. Think about it. You come <laughs> home, tough day at work, kids are nagging you, take off the shoes and the socks, put your feet in that nice cool grass in the back, right? Uh, uh, Kentucky bluegrass, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? They're trying to phase out people's ability to purchase the Kentucky bluegrass here in Colorado. <laughs> why because of climate change mike uh, come on why else dude why else uh, yeah Al Gore said. well dude i don't want to get too off topic here i love this one i hope everybody starts doing this because i gotta tell you i would pay an extra dollar two dollars three dollars i don't care what it is charge me an extra five dollars get those slow ass lazy fucking people out of the drive-thru it's it's 11 o'clock. It's 10.30, 11 o'clock. I'm trying to get lunch on my way to the next job. Who's in line? <laughs> Some fat, useless fucker who's wearing out the shocks on his goddamn car. His fucking thing is tilted, right? And then oh, his yeah. fucking window doesn't even go down, so he's got to open the door to yell out to the fucking thing. It's like, and he, he doesn't know what he wants, even though he goes to Wendy's every fucking day. You know, yeah, man. It's always the people that like just woke up. They got nothing to do. They got nowhere to go. You shouldn't be in line during the rush hour. And those are the people that are too poor to to pay that extra money. So get rid of. So you know, uh, oh, that sounded terrible. Emma, <laughs> you might know a guy or like him. Uh, he's really into getting rid of the useless eaters. His name is Bill Gates, and uh, his friend Klaus Schwab. Friends, yeah. yeah, Klaus Schwab is a buddy of his. You might, <laughs> might, might like both of them. <laughs> You know, on this day, I just lost a good friend. Rothschild? I don't know if you heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> he, too, wanted to be rid of the useless eaters. Uh, my other buddy, not looking too good, George Soros. Wow. Have you seen his son? The guy is horrifying. Uh, he he looks like a vampire, actually. Got, like, really yeah, pale no. skin. I don't know. 
I don't know what's with these people. Yeah, they're taking over. But uh, I like this, man. I hope Wendy's does it. Too bad the CEO already announced they're not going to do it. But Yeah, they suffered like such it. a huge backlash. I actually loved it. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, it could, in my head, too, if you kind of go on the more conspiratorial route, you could foresee a future where they start price gouging at the grocery store, right? Like, oh, sorry, uh, you know, now everything is out of reach for you because, you know. We'll put it, uh, you know, it's only for millionaires now, right? Like, none of the yeah. food is affordable at this point. Uh, I, I really think uh, there's an element there, but uh, I, Emma and I went to uh, a get-together in East Denver over on Sunday, and it just happened to be nearby an In-N-Out Burger, which I mentioned to you, uh, I believe, right? In the last show, didn't I yeah. bring up going there? And we went there, and... The uh, the line of cars, man, wrapping around the parking lot for the drive-through, and we rolled in. The second we got there, found a parking space, got out, stood in line for fourteen seconds, got up to the register, <laughs> ordered our food, and then it was a beautiful evening. There was no breeze. The sun was setting. They had these really fantastic heat lamps set up, so the whole patio was heated perfectly, and we, we sat down and we ate our food in the time that we witnessed one truck wait in line in the drive-thru the entire time and finally yeah, get, get to the window by the time we were rolling out. But when you get out of the car and go in, you don't feel like you're in and out. <laughs> no, we were literally in and out. We were. I don't, want to, I don't want to get out of my car. I want to be in and out without getting out of my car. You just want to be yeah. in and in. <laughs> I don't want to get, I didn't know that out meant get out and walk. Get the fuck out of here. It was really mind-blowing to see so many people unwilling on a very nice evening slash afternoon to just you know get up for a few minutes and... Stand, stretch the legs, get the blood flowing to the toes, you know, talk to a human being face to face for, you know, 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, terrible. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants anything to do with that anymore. Maybe they uh, could surge price at the drive through, force people to get off their asses and walk in line for a little bit. Oh, I like that. Surge price for the drive through. Yes. I like that. That's what I think they should start. You know, yeah. people. Get out of your car. Move around, man. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then the working man could get through faster. Yes, because it, the drive through really is supposed to be for the person on the go, the mom with all the kids screaming in the car who can't think straight, you know, the dad flying home from work, whatever it is, uh, the guy going from job to job. You know, it's, and then late night, it's meant for the car full of six stoners. Right, with the hookah strapped in and, you know, the smoke pouring out like a chimney. That's what fast food plays are. They're not meant for grown adults in their 30s to just be having nothing to do, and so they're in line at a Wendy's at 11 o'clock. Yeah, especially for an hour. Or an in and out that's, uh, poof. Well, the in and out is a special experience, Mike. Most people, you know, they're willing. They put on their Sunday best to go to an in and out No way. It's a big deal, is man. Is it good? It's fantastic. Yes, it was incredible. And I, I do not partake in the fast food in general. 
So to hold off and then get like some in and out, man, it's it's uh, you know a spiritual experience. Honestly, you, you kind of uh, just gorge yourself and destroy everything in your path. You know where I work today? A Benihana. You worked in a Benihana today. All right. Is yeah. this the uh, place where they have the giant sword knives and they toss the egg in the air and catch it in their hat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. they do the volcano with the onions yes. and smoke. That, yeah, that yeah. is maybe top three, potentially even in the top two, Emma's favorite restaurant. I hold, dude, holy fucking shit. Thank you for proving me right. Emma's favorite. The whole fucking time. I'm with this guy the whole fucking time. He's he's he keeps saying, "Who comes to these places? Nobody ever comes here." I thought this was just like a thing in movies. And I kept <laughs> telling him, "Dude, I used to date a rich chick, and like every three four months, she would just get this bug. Had to go to Benihana. That's right. Yeah, it's a rich <laughs> chick like, thing. Yeah, it is the rich girl thing yes. to do to like go out and do. That's so fucking funny. Of course, Emma loves it. Of course." She's uh, then, like, it's one of her favorites, yeah. <laughs> and as we were like working, you know, it became the lunch hour, and it was like just you could tell it was like rich girls from like an office job who dragged their boyfriends in. Of course, <laughs> of course. Last, but, uh, the, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the, the whole the whole time, all I kept thinking of was uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. That's like one of the funniest parts of the movie. I don't even remember that part. They go to the Benihana? No. When he gets taken down at the end, it's because of the guy. The It's like true story. It was like the founder of Benihana's went down for like embezzlement or something. and then he, But he had invested using insider knowledge into that shoe company that the Wolf of Wall Street guy brought public. Wow. And like I just remember at the end of the movie when he's like Benny Hanna, fucking Benny Hanna. Because that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what brought down the whole thing was the Benny Hanna guy. That is insane. I completely forgot about it, and you nailed it. You're right on the money. Rich girls from the suburbs love Benny Hanna. There's something about yeah, it, man, dude. If if you're a guy, you go, you know, maybe I don't know if it's like a first date thing, probably like a second or third date. Take him to Benihana, <laughs> you know. It's entertaining, uh, you know. It's fun when you get a good cook. You could end up with a not so entertaining one. But last time we went, it was just the two of us, and we rolled the dice on the table we were seated at, and there were just two open seats at a guy's. 40th birthday party and it was his wow. it was his favorite restaurant apparently and that's why they were there for his 40th and Pinocchio? no well maybe uh one of them closeted fellas right closeted. three quarters if you will yeah. deeply and, uh, closeted we, uh so but we just happened to be seated with this 40th birthday and so obviously you know it was pre-booked and uh, the the place gave them one of their all-star chefs. And so Emma and I lucked out, and we really, we got the full show, man. It was an absolute blast. 
Uh, I almost don't want to go back to soil that experience, you know, and have a new bad memory, right? Oh, that was my problem. <laughs> dude, that was always my problem is I don't want to go back. Dude, because sometimes you get the guy who's just fucking phoning it in. Yes. It, it's like, dude, it, it's not fun. It's not worth it. Now I, now I just paid $150 for six ounces of shitty steak. You know what I mean? To watch this guy phone it in. What's amazing is everybody can choose something different, but it all tastes exactly the same. It's cooked in the same fucking oil on the same fucking pan (laughs) right in front of you. Everything tastes exactly the same. Yeah, it tastes like the oven or the (laughs) the stovetop. What were you doing at the... (laughs) Were you uh, plumbing the... uh, Did they have a drain or a... um, What is it? The pit, man. We were talking... The grease pit. Grease pit. You were grease pitting at the Benihana, huh? Grease pit. Yeah. yeah so they, they, <laughs> well, they have a problem where one one of the drains that should go to the grease pit doesn't. It goes right into the main line, so they're clocking up like everybody in the shopping center. Oh, because they're not catching the grease from the dishwasher. But uh, I was just I was just there uh, locating locating the drains under the ground so they could figure out how to like run a new new line. That's right. Props to him, though, man. Kitchen pretty clean. Pretty fucking clean. I'm going to give him props. That's these corporate places, man. They got checklists and assistant managers and then assistant to the assistant managers. And, you know, everybody's checking each other and checklist in this and checklist in that. And then uh, there's constant regional managers showing up from time to time to inspect the checklists. Right, and making yes. sure everyone's checklisting on time. Like uh, these corporate places don't mess around. They're th- that's why I believe Trump claims to eat only McDonald's all the time or whatever because it's corporate run, and he knows that they follow sanitary procedures, and he's never going to get food poisoning. I gotta tell you, dude, I do a lot of McDonald's. I, I they have clean kitchens. Well, and you don't get the roaches, <laughs> the rat. You know what I mean. They do oh, yeah. a great job with pest control. They, they keep it. I, 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 tr- I never want to eat at a Burger King. Really, <laughs> Burger King is well. The thing about Burger King, and and you can just tell by the taste, dude. Burger King in like a really good neighborhood tastes pretty good. Go into the shitty neighborhood, it tastes like a dirty stove. Because there nobody's checking on those those South Side Burger Kings, man. I'm telling you, it is <laughs> disgusting. If they cooked fish on Monday, you're still tasting it on Friday, oh, dude. It man. is fucking. They are just so dirty. They don't clean shit. Those are like kind of places where like you don't even want to hang up your sweatshirt anywhere because it's gonna get sticky. Oh you know? yeah, Burger King. Do they? Do the grill? Are they grilling stuff there, or is it all microwave and flat top? Uh, they're... He threw me for a loop there. I don't know what the difference between a grill and a flat top is. Oh, the flat top is just the stainless steel, or it's probably blackened, you know, but there's no, uh, there's no flames coming through it, whereas the grill has just, like, these, you know, um, long... You know, it's like a, like a grill you would have in your backyard, essentially, and you could see the flames shooting through it. They do both. Oh, they do. So they yep. actually still do uh, the flame broiled. I, th- I assumed they were microwaving everything at this point. They are, because they're like mass flame grilling. Oh, that pre-grill, uh, and then... Uh, yeah, yeah, and then it's like nuke you're warming it. To go. it. You're, you're getting like the, the heat lamp burger, you know? You're getting the nuke burger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So, yeah, but, uh, Burger some King. places you just... Culver's always clean, dude. They got one of the, you know, any place that's like a Culver's where you could just like freely walk into the back, you know, like there's nothing really stopping you. I mean, they'll stop you, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) That's right. There's there's no like wall or anything, and you could kind of see it. They they're clean. Culver's is always really clean too. We do some Culver's. And uh, I need a final say now on Wendy's. Have you done the Wendy's? Haven't done the Wendy's, but. I could just tell by like the smell of the place when I walk in. Wendy's is like Burger King. Good neighborhood, you're good. Bad neighborhood, do not go. <laughs> All right. I like this is good advice for everybody out there, especially during these surge pricing times. You can go shop around the neighborhood, pick out a better institution that isn't so high, highly <laughs> priced, right? It's like going from Uber to Lyft, you know? McDonald's yeah. McDonald's is too pricey. Let's just uh I don't want to do Burger King. They got, you know, rat shit everywhere. So let's go do Wendy's. And to be fair, I'm not talking bad neighborhood, good neighborhood, black or white. That gets a lot of times in Chicago, people think that. No, no, no. I'm talking even like you go down to like Dalton or some Thorndale, like the poor white neighborhoods. <sighs> Garbage, just white trash that don't clean the place, you know? Wow. And then I must know, and I can only assume it's bottom of the barrel uh, Taco Bell, what's the verdict? <laughs> Never been. Never, Never been. been to the kitchen. Interesting. Oh. All right. I wonder if some of these places have their own plumbers. No, they all do. They call us when it's like their guy can't. They all have uh, maintenance guys, and when they can't right. do it, that's why a lot of people don't like having those contracts and stuff. It's why I fucking I, I love it though, because I love a challenge, and like I know if there's a clog at some of these places, it's like they already had a team of guys try, you know. So oh, now yeah. you're coming in and you got to fucking. Show them who the big dog is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. This is great insider info, honestly. If you know the cleanliness of these places, man, uh, again, it's institutionalized, right? So the, the McDonald's are all, I would imagine, across the board, uh, very clean. And then I've if you- never been to one that I wouldn't eat at, let's just say, which is saying a lot. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you just go down the ladder of quality, you know. When it comes to fast food, who's the guaranteed best quality? So I don't know about best quality, because that's what I'm talking about. Like, in a really good neighborhood, Wendy's is going to give you the best quality. That's right. But McDonald's is going to be consistent anywhere you go. Doesn't matter where you go. It's consistent. I have to say, I have gotten some food poisoning, I believe, from the Wendy's. Yeah, it's probably a bad neighborhood, you know? I think it was. <laughs> yeah. So I'm telling you. Oh, man, this is great stuff. Uh, I, I think it has, it, it probably has something to do with like the, the ones that are trying to, like, yeah. You know what? I, I get, now that I'm thinking about it, because like you go to these shitty neighborhoods and they're clearly, you know, they're drafting from the local population, right? That's right, dude. We're like, you'll go to like a tall black neighborhood. There's not, there's not a Mexican for miles. But then you go to the McDonald's. I think they're like bussing them in. You know what I'm saying? They're getting some outsider. It's interesting. You know, we have two McDonald's, same proximity. And I, I'm pretty sure I've gone down this road before, but it's worth reiterating. They're about the exact same distance up from our home. And one employs, I would say, the, uh, you know, 
more adult community and leaning more into the Hispanic realm. And then um, the other one is strictly high school kids. Yeah, college, high school, yeah. It, there's just nobody over the... Nobody can drink at that McDonald's. I'm positive. <laughs> Except for the manager. The manager is over Except 21. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And... The the high school one, the quality is better, but you're definitely going to be missing your chicken nuggets. Or, like, you yeah. probably got the quarter pounder instead of the Big Mac. It'll take a little longer. It's a little bit slower, yeah. Whereas the other guy over on, uh, you know, I think it's on the Wadsworth there, it, they're pumping out fast, man. It's at a busy kind of intersection of a couple roads, and, you know, people are commuting through there to go to and from work. So they're just, you know, they're... They're crushing orders. They got the multiple lane drive-throughs with the multiple waiting zones. You know, <laughs> like that's that's how you know you're entering a serious Mickey D's. <laughs> they got the Latinas, huh? Yeah, it's run by the Latinas, man. That's right, dude. Yeah, <laughs> they keep like one man around to clean the place, but those Latinas are cracking that whip. Oh dude. yeah, dude. Everyone's frightened of them, man. <laughs> So yeah, that's the one McDonald's, and I would argue quality not as good, but it's because they're pumping, you know? They're just flying it out as fast as possible. Yeah. Dude, uh, you reminded me, did you hear about this restaurant in Japan with the uh, dementia people? No, I did not. <laughs> it's so funny. They have this, It's called the Restaurant of Mistaken Orders. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Go on. The, the, the waiters are like old people with dementia. Wow. And so it's the like... <laughs> wow. It's, apparently it's really good for them because it's actually, they're finding that it like, it's helping them, you know, giving them a place to go and something to do. It's just keeping the brain going. Actually, it prolongs the, you know... Right. Yeah. The well, onset of the dementia. And the, you're working the muscle. Right, <laughs> but it's like a whole thing where like you go there and you uh, order something like there's a good chance it's going to be wrong. <laughs> it's almost always wrong. <laughs> I really like this. I want to go eat at this place, actually. Isn't that exactly what I do, especially for a guy like me who's like, dude, if I find something I like at your restaurant, that's the only thing I'm ever going to order at your restaurant. You know, like I'm going to just keep it the same right. order. Yeah, so it'd be good. To, it'd be awesome to go to a place where like. You order the same thing every time, but you get something different every time. Yes, you know? and this is maybe the only place where you're guaranteed to get away with telling the guy, no, I already paid you. We're good. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> no, don't worry. I paid you already. Remember? I gave you a great tip, too. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they got something watching the money. But. Oh, I'm sure there's... We had a restaurant in our old neighborhood over in Longmont. It was a place highly celebrated by the community. I got to say they're on a heartwarming level. Uh, it's a very great idea where um, they employ only... Well, they have the regular... It's basically a bar with uh, Down syndrome people working. Oh, wow. And so... Um, I bet you they have the best karaoke night. Dude, well, you know, very 
you know, colorful conversation erupts, you know, between uh, patrons and workers. But I, you know, Emma and I, we went in there one day and we just like, we needed to, it was like, we we're getting home from work. It was late. It was a rough day. It was back when we were working in bars ourselves. We just needed to stop off at a joint that was still open and get, get a couple brews, you know, or whatever, you know, take a shot and uh, eat an appetizer. And we walk into this place and we sit down at the bar and we're greeted by this dude with like Down syndrome, where we're just like, oh, oh God, no, we can't do this. Like this, is... <laughs> catch me on a Sunday afternoon, man, and I'm gonna be all for this, and I'm gonna, and you know, I'm all in, but not right now. I, we gotta go. We just walked out. We couldn't do the bar. We couldn't do it, man. Like we have to get out of here right Fucking now. Fucking ableist, dude. Yes. You are such an ableist. Ableist. Well, we took a look around, and you know you. You finally realize you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, and you the war, the room starts to spin around you a little bit. Things are going in slow motion. It's, it's really it's really <laughs> awkward when you walk in and it's like you've never fit in so well. Like, uh, these guys are speaking my language. Yeah. Everybody you like here? big titties? I like big titties. Yeah. <laughs> You like shooting guns? I like shooting guns, video games, and big tits. Man. We we walked out of there, and there was just, we looked behind us, and just no warning, right? Like, you need some sort of warning that you're walking into something like that, I feel like. You know, there's... <laughs> yeah, there should be a sign. Something like, you know, we got special needs what people. What was it called? Uh, Droopies? Oh, that's terrible. It was called... <laughs> it was actually called Simples. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's so good. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I imagine and I believe that uh, it is still uh, flourishing and doing well. It's a great establishment, but uh, we were just not in the mood for that kind of service, you know? You, you need to, when you're uh, feeling run down, you got to go into a dark bar with the, you know, the sports game on the tube. And you got the crusty old guy behind there, uh, ready to serve you up a cold Miller Lite, no questions asked. You know, that's doesn't want to talk. Yeah. Doesn't want to talk. You know, nothing, man. Uh, and I generally, you know, I'm down for some conversation, but when I roll up to a bar, you know, I just kind of want to get my drinks and and hang. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm there for. Right. Not to f- set society straight or anything. No, no. I wait till I have a few beers in me, and then I tell you a thing or two about the flat moon. <laughs> right. Let me tell you about them Rothschilds. <laughs> Did you hear about that Jacob Rothschild? Oh man, he's Mr. Burns. He's blocking the sun. The guy gave us all COVID. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>